This is Take a Cue, episode 13, now available in video on Spotify and YouTube. One, two, okay. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Take a Cue. I'm Jen Wise, fourth and fifth grade instrumental music teacher. And I'm Eric Dono, eighth grade band and jazz band director. We are two veteran educators with over 35 years of experience teaching music in New Jersey public schools between the two of us. We're excited to bring teaching experiences and insights to you. So excited. Whether you're just starting out in your teaching career or you've been teaching longer than we have, this show will help you grow with new ideas and perspectives about music education and teaching. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are each time you tune in. Before we begin, if you enjoy our podcast, please help us out by doing a few super easy things. First, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then make sure you rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps people find our show who haven't yet, and we really appreciate it. If you find that you get a lot out of our episodes, we'd be grateful if you considered becoming a monthly supporter to help us grow the podcast. You can sign up to make a secure monthly payment using the link in our show notes or on our Anchor site, anchor.fm slash take a cue. That's all one word. Also, if you have questions or comments about anything you hear on the episode, come and interact with us on social media. We are Take a Cue Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Happy New Year, Jen. Happy New Year, Eric. This Woo! is so great. Woohoo! We're here. We made it. We did our, already release a show this year. Yes. But when we recorded it, it was still 2022. This is our first recording in 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to see you. You look like you are ready to take on 2023. I am so ready. I'm so ready. We, we made it, you know, making it here was was a big deal. So, um, yeah, I, we've got, we've got concerts coming up. We have great things happening. You know, um, it's going to be a good month. So, um, yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, and I, I just love freestyle Friday cause we get, we have so much to talk about and so much has happened since I saw you last. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so we'll start out on, we'll start out on a personal note. Okay. Yeah. How's everything going outside of the classroom? What's new? Oh, we spent winter break potty training. We did. We did it. Um, oh. Oh, yes. Like, not me, not my husband, my son. <laughs> so he, he potty trained. Uh, you know, we took, we took a good, like, four or five, six days during winter break to, like, really make sure it stuck. Um, and, yeah, it was, uh, it happened. So we are, we are yeah, we're, Yes. Bye bye diapers. Like we're we're moving forward um with with life. So we've got our elbow and cookie undies and we are just we're rocking them. We went we uh uh TJ had a doctor's appointment. Uh my son is uh two and five months today, by the way. Um, so he had a doctor's appointment the other day and there were like, you know, three or four, you know, physical therapists and half a dozen parents sitting in the waiting room and all the receptionists and office manager. And he walks in and, you know, uh, oh, TJ, how are you today? I peed in the potty. The whole place cracks up, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we've been, we're very proud. We're very proud. So always a good day for anybody. Uh, when right. that happens. Yep. 
yeah, yeah, he's he's doing great. He's got good aim. We're we're rocking and rolling. So <laughs> I know it's a little little too much information, but that's it. I mean, six days of my life we spent we spent you know setting that that routine. So kudos to you for trying it during winter break. We uh, potty trained both the girls during summer break mm-hmm. where we could just spend the day outside and if they peed in the grass they peed in the grass okay i mean maybe they'll you know listen to this and get really embarrassed that that was a thing <laughs> i don't yeah. know oh kate but- doesn't really listen to the podcast but maggie is an avid listener so mm. you know that's right yeah tj listens into the car he in the car he says uh we listen to mommy and eric and then he goes mommy and carrot because he thinks it's funny that Carrot and Eric sound the you know the same, so he lovingly calls Eric Carrot. Um, so <laughs> Though yeah. he won't say it to my face. I've yet to hear him say it. Oh yeah, but he does. He does, and uh, it's very cute. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's what we've been up to. Um, nice, well, big yeah. big deal. Congratulations. It, it was. Yeah. How about how to about all you of all? you? Thank you. Congratulations to all of you for making it through. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, how about you? What have you been up to at home? Well, you know, break was fine. It was um, a time where we got some stuff done that we didn't maybe had been putting off for a little bit. Mm. And uh, of course, you know, we got back to school and somehow during the fall, all of us have pretty much avoided any major illnesses. And what did, what happened this morning Kate tested positive for COVID Mm. almost exactly a year after she had it the first time. Oh yeah. Yep. Poor baby. Yep. She was actually the first person in our family to have it. We're all vaccinated at this time last year. She wasn't eligible for the Mm -hmm. vaccine yet. And so she brought it home and then we all got it within like two days. Oh, okay. even though we were vaccinated, nothing, nothing serious, you know, be, right. be probably because we were, um, you know, vaccinated, but we all got it. So we all spent like 10 days at home because at that point you were quarantined for 10 days, period. Right. right. There was not this yeah. five and five thing. So this year, sure, you know, she got sent home from school on Friday with a fever and she had a little mm. bit of a runny nose and she unfortunately last night started hacking um, you know, kind of a bad cough. So this morning we tested mm-hmm. her and yep, she has COVID. So, um, oh, but she's I'm in so good sorry. spirits. That's yeah, oh, okay. okay. It's kind of one of those things All you right. expect. Oh, yeah. well, I hope she, she bounces back. Okay. I hope, I hope you guys don't, don't get anything either. So yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Me too. Bummer. But the good news is at least the concert in our school is done. Yes. I I can't wait to hear. I mean, I heard some from my students who are the younger siblings of your students. Ooh, um, tell me what did they say? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know the gossip. Um, the gossip. Oh, they said they said great things. They said the they said the band was really good. Um uh they said they liked the music. What else did they say? Um and that was really that was really it. No no you know, humorous anecdotes or anything there. They just, they said, Oh yeah, it was really nice. And, um, uh, yeah, no, they just, they, they really enjoyed it. They kind of oh, were like, yeah, I got one student asked me like, are we going to sound like that when we're, I was like, yeah, yeah, you are. You get to play like that pretty soon. Aww. Just a couple of years. It was, that was sweet. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Um, that's great. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad it was a positive, uh, positive vibe from the youngins. That's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. One yeah. Commu- Cause we get a chance to meet them all, mm-hmm. you know, a couple months ago. 
Yeah. And so they're kind of like in it. They they got to meet the kids. They got yeah. to meet us. And now they get to see us doing the the concert thing, right. which, is, which is cool that they got that experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, wouldn't yeah. it be neat if we could bring up all the elementary schools to see like the middle school concerts? That would be great. That would be so cool. Um, and if you haven't listened to our recruitment and retention episode from earlier in the month, um, that's, we talk a lot about a lot about that, like sharing the music across grade levels and everything. Cause that's, that's so important. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at our episode list, that's number 12 with Brendan, mm-hmm. my coworker at the oh, middle yeah. school, mm-hmm. and, but it was uh, a good concert. I, you know, I was happy with how the kids played. It, the kids were really energized, like really almost too energized. Okay. They were really great on stage. Their stage presence and professionalism was really good. They, cool. I think their posture was pretty good. Like the moment that, you know, lights went down, conductor walks on stage, they stood up, you know, the audience eventually re- remember they were supposed to clap. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I That's tell cute. the kids bit before when we're practicing, I always say, you know, if the, if the parents don't clap when I walk on stage, it means they don't like you. Oh, so we'll see at the concert <sighs> if they oh, really like you. Or that's not. harsh. That's really harsh. <laughs> oh my goodness. My um, hope is that the kids then remember that and then go home and tell their parents, you better clap. You have to clap when, when Mr. Mr. D, walks D on gets on the stage. Oh, totally. They, they would, they do that for you. I know they would. Um, and we have a few plants in the audience that start the clapping. If it doesn't happen like Brendan. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's yeah. That's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they were really excited. They played very well. He was talking to a colleague of mine. Well, I'll get into this in a, in a little bit. But, uh-huh. you know, they the one thing, when I say they got a little too energized, mm-hmm. the we, we started the concert with Quad City Stomp, which is one of the two Sweeney's. Yep. And they played it really well. I think uh-huh. like that was their chance to get comfortable on stage. And I'm glad I didn't program it later because I think it would have been out of control. Okay. Beginning of the concert went well. Then they played down by the Sally Gardens, which was very pretty. There were a couple of wrong notes in the sax section that we've okay. been constantly working on and right. writing in and yeah. remembering. Middle finger, middle, F sharp. F sharp. Yep. It doesn't help that there's a key change in the middle. but um, So finally, they finally get comfortable with the F sharp and then it goes away mm-hmm. <laughs> or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, and then the last tune was the Tudor Sketches Movement 2 and Movement 1. That's the William Owens. Okay. And m- Movement 1 ends with a like it's it's the brass ensemble for eight to sixteen measures, and then the the woodwind ensemble for sixteen measures. It mm-hmm. kind of goes back and forth, and at the end, everybody plays. Okay. And I think by the end, that last section, everybody was so on adrenaline. The tempo was okay, but they were like blasting. Oh. It was so loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I wanted to ask you later in the program uh-huh. um, your thoughts about how uh, how to work on some of the tone quality of a couple of my sections. But we'll we'll get into that in okay. a little bit. But yeah, yep. um, But I think overall, really happy with how the kids were on stage. Really happy with how they played. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think the eighth graders really gave the seventh graders. Um, a good, they were really good role models at the concert. Okay. Oh, that's Because so we good. have the kids in the audience when they're not playing, so everybody can see each other. Yeah. Oh, that's really which great. Which is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you get to do that. I mean, we we had to we had to not do that last winter because uh, because we had to have a limited audience. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. uh, had to do that as well, but like we did I, in the winter. Spring, yeah. I think, was open. 
Yeah, same, same for us. But I had a couple kids say, you know, I joined chorus, so I didn't have to sit in the green room for the entire concert after I played. So I would have something to do and I didn't have to sit there again. It's like, really, that's interesting. And, and I was like, yeah, that, mm. you know, we, we had to have that conversation like, no, you're going to actually get to watch the rest of the concert because, you know, I know you didn't last winter. So I thought that was, uh, yeah, but it's so great that you get, you get everybody to watch you know, the whole thing. So indeed. So I know you haven't had your concert yet. How, um, how are things going in terms of preparation? Uh, one of my bands. So my birthday was Friday. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I'm old now. I don't don't know if I knew that. Happy birthday. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So my, my birthday was last Friday. Um, and I, uh, my 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 students gave me a gift they like were able to get through their most challenging piece without stopping so i can't say everything was you know exactly what we wanted it to sound like or in the right place but they we we didn't break down so we're about three weeks from from their concert and i think that's a great that's a great place to be so yeah really um, already able to run the pieces now you can work on stamina and performance practice and all that yeah, that one was the last piece of the puzzle. And that's that's a cool, something I wanted to bring up today was was stamina cuz on you know, 30 minute rehearsals once a week with a 30 minute lesson once a week, it's really tricky to build up that stamina. And um yeah, we're struggling with that a little bit because somebody decided to program a fourth piece and you know, gosh, um, <laughs> so god forbid I program four things for my uh concert that happens twice a year so well uh yeah i'd like to talk about that so <laughs> um, i love that yeah uh but hey you, know. you gotta you gotta give them a stretch i like that right right and i think uh you know uh nothing's out of reach for them we also have a sweeney sandwich you know starting <laughs> so <laughs> with our program um but uh it's like yeah, we're, we're, we, I think we're getting there to that point where we can start to build endurance and run, run yeah. things. And yeah, um, that's about time. Cause, uh, yeah, like I said, the concert's three, three weeks away. So, sure. Um, you know, I was listening to, um, another band director podcast called after sectionals. And if our okay. audience hasn't listened to them, they should definitely check them out. They're uh, out of Leander, Texas. Okay. And, um, one of the hosts was talking about how she does not like to cut parts of pieces mm. for their performances. Okay. And, you know, I was thinking about, you know, how do you know if you've overprogrammed, over underprogrammed? Like you were talking about, or you know, you, you did a fourth piece. Right. Now, I'm I'm assuming that's probably not overprogramming, but it doesn't. Um, to me, it doesn't feel like overprogramming. But I know, uh, yeah, like it's just every year's different. The ebb and flow of the year. Um, yeah. But yeah, four doesn't seem like a lot for me, especially since like all I do is teach band you know but then i think about it and like the amount of instructional time it takes to get four full length pieces together is is kind of a lot so um yeah uh, yeah that's you know i was i was thinking about that and you know we cut the third movement of the william owens yeah um we only did movement two and then movement one. We're going to put the third movement in for Dorney at the okay. end of the year, which mm-hmm. if you're listening and you're not in the New Jersey, Pennsylvania area, that's Dorney Park. It It is a, uh, it's our end of the year festival. So we're going to do all three movements then. Mm-hmm. But I kind of felt like I'd maybe slightly overestimated what the kids were going to be able to pull together by the concert time. Right. I don't know. 
I, I, uh, I am cutting part of two of my orchestra pieces. So, uh, for orchestra, the chamber orchestra is going to do definitely one piece, maybe two. And then the full orchestra will do three, you know, three pieces. But, um, even with only three for the full orchestra, I'm still, still cutting part of it. Um, one is an arrangement of, uh, can, can, um, uh, which is really fun. Uh, yes, we only, can, can, I remember yes, you talking about can, that one. Can. That's right. Uh, but there's only so many times, da, 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 da. there's only so many times you can do it in so many inversions. Sure. So we're, we're, we are cutting about, about 20 measures or so of that. Um, and, uh, I have only one cellist in my orchestra this year. And uh, this, another piece we're doing called frog in a tree um, is it, it has it, the whole, like there's like 30 measures in the middle. That's like cello playing forte with the rest of the orchestra going, da, 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 you know, like piano. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just not going to work for us. So, mm-hmm. so we ended up cutting, uh, cutting like once through the, uh, the melody. So, yeah. um, you know, 16, I, I think it's okay yeah. to look at your group and say, mm-hmm. what are they going to be able to do successfully mm-hmm. and what maybe is not going to be the best experience. And I don't always think that means necessarily just not choosing the piece to begin with. Oh yeah. Like they definitely had a lot to learn from those pieces and it was, it was, uh, really challenging to rehearse like that, like, okay, make sure you can hear, you know, our cello player and, you know, like, Mm -hmm. let's, let's make sure you're doing everything you can to, to have him be heard. And, um, but yeah, so that was, it was good. It was just, you know, to put that out at a performance is, uh, it's just not fair to them, (laughs) but you know, so yeah. Um, I don't think it's a huge deal to cut, cut music. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to cut something awkward and change the melody or change the, you know, a lot about the structure of the piece. It's just, I'll cut once through the, once through the melody or something. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I struggle with this even still after doing this for a a while Mm -hmm. is like kind of, especially in the winter concert before I know the kids and know the group programming something that I think is going to be challenging enough, Mm -hmm. but not over their heads. Yeah. I feel like by the time the winter concert is done, I have a really good idea of what we can do for the spring concert. Sure. And, you know, Brendan and I work very well together. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the band. It's not like they're coming to me for the first time and I've never met them before and never heard them play. Yeah. But I still have a hard time at the beginning of the year really figuring out what is this group going to be able to do? What am I really excited to do with them? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I want to make like I want to make sure my excitement isn't beyond what they're going to be able to do successfully. Mm-hmm. Specifically, like I'm thinking about the jazz band this year. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's even tougher <laughs> sure. because I don't know who the jazz band kids are going to be until after they've auditioned. Right, right, yeah. The jazz band ter- charts this year. Um, Rick texted me because he has one of my kids as a mm-hmm. private student, and he goes, yes. "You're doing this tune on your first concert." Oh wow. <laughs> it's hard. I'm like, yeah, it's really hard. Maybe that would have been more of a spring concert kind of thing. Yikes. <laughs> but oh, you know, no. how did it go? I guess, you know, it, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was fine. It, it was, we did two tunes. We start rehearsing in October once a week for like 40 minutes after school. And um, yeah, we did a version of Ain't Misbehaving. And oh. a, um, we did another, um, 
shuffle called Back to the Basement. I don't remember who the composer was of that one, but they're both, you know, they're both challenging pieces in terms of rhythm, in terms of technique, especially in the saxes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have two seventh graders and two eighth graders in the sax section. The lead sax player is the seventh grader. He's the one that takes from, from Rick. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's, I guess sometimes I think I'm, I must be like, okay, well, here's what my band last year could have done. So, I'll program that. Right. But it's so not like, that. Um, yeah, but I it's not the same too. group every year. It's not. And and you get uh you you do have to start from where you were like at the beginning of the year. I forget that all the time. I'll pick something for my winter concert and I'm like, "Oh, the band did great with this at last spring. I'm going to put this in sept-. and then oh, right. Mm-hmm. Like it's half half of my kids are brand new to me. Like I, you know, um so yeah. Um no, I get that. I really, I really get that. So it's funny you mentioned, it's funny you mentioned Rick, because I was going to say, oh yeah, I, I, some community members that were at your concert. I heard from Rick about your concert a little bit. He was, oh, he was there. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> so, said he was going to be there, but I didn't see him. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was there. And one of my students was like, I saw Mr. Rick at the concert. I was like, oh, okay, I'll have to give him a call and get his, get his you know, <laughs> feedback on your concert. But no, he said it was great. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. I haven't heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know. Um, but, uh, Oh no, that's cool. Um, but it sounds like, it sounds like it was a great night. Like I really don't, I, I, like I said, from the kids, at least I heard, I heard really good things about, you know, yeah. about, about the music. So, so I that. made sure to tell the parents about, uh, have the speech mm-hmm. with the parents. I always tell them, all right, after the first number, I always turn to the parents and I say, all right, seventh grade parents, you don't have to listen to this yet. Eighth grader, eighth grade ga- uh, caregivers. It's time to have the talk. Uh huh. And that talk is about joining band in high school. And yeah. there's usually like a, you know, an uncomfortable like chuckle little, yeah. uh, at, at that <laughs> point. And, uh, you know, and, and we just do, you know, we talked about in the recruiting, how I always make sure the parents are really like on the same team. Mm-hmm. Don't just let your kids go. No, nah, I don't want to do band or I'm not sure. Well, you don't have to do it next year. I always tell them, tell them to do it. Right. Tell them to, you know, do band, schedule mm-hmm. everything else around it. Right. Um, you know, so that was always a big part in the winter concerts, just mm-hmm. making sure the parents know that like they need to push their kids to do it. Yeah. No, they should. And yeah. at least like, you know, try it for a year. They they just spent what, four or five years uh learning mm-hmm. an instrument. You gotta follow through. So Yep. Well, you know, so that was good. Um, you know, a couple of people, uh, you know, my my colleagues who do our, our our orchestra and chorus teacher do their concert together, mm-hmm. and they usually do it in December before break. Right. And Brendan and I usually have our concert after break, and some people, including them, kind of ask. They've mentioned before, like, "Oh, aren't you concerned about doing your concert after break? Like, all the kids are going to forget everything, and you know they're not going to be focused and all that." I love doing my concert after break. Yeah, you like it. I feel like December is always so hectic for me and for the kids and their own families. Yeah, it's nice not to have to worry about doing a concert in December. Not that I really worry too much, but Mm -hmm. um, but I like doing it in January, especially after a week or week and a half back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it was like the week after break, I'd be. I'd be, I'd be a little nervous. Um, yeah. Especially since in our community, um, it's so diverse. Like so a lot of our students are traveling very far. Um, yes. That was one comment I got from community members at your concert was um, like, oh my goodness, I, ha- I, I didn't really 
like couldn't I didn't know how diverse our the community we teach in was until I saw everybody in the auditorium, all the families yeah. from all and like I thought that was um you know uh it's it's so true but you know i had i had half a dozen students last week be like i'm back from india and i'm like yeah i haven't you're right i haven't seen you since december and welcome back and how was your trip and um like that that would be very stressful for me to have it the week we got back um and i think i think some 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 of our students would end up missing out um yes but yeah there are always a couple kids that extend or a couple families that extend their break or like they have to you know, maybe they move it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's definitely a few kids who are always um, not back that first day or two after right. break. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Definitely. So um, then I get it. If, if you're, you know, you're coming, your family's, you know, that far away, like that's what else are you going to visit? You know? So, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, I like, I like the January concert thing. I used to do December concerts in my first job and now uh, yeah, the, just the January, February early February concert thing. I'm, I like it. I've got a little, uh, extra time to polish things and, and, yeah. um, yeah, this time of year is a little more relaxed. You know, I didn't make it to your concert. I had, I went to my husband's concert, um, to, to Tom's concert and <laughs> I brought, that was tea. the right choice. I, you know, I, I kind of thought so. So I brought <laughs> TJ, I, I did consider concert hopping cause I think yours started a half hour, an hour later than his. So, um, but uh, yeah, I, I brought TJ to, to Tom's concert, and um, they're doing. Was this TJ's first like band concert, uh, um, it like wasn't. school concert for mommy I, and daddy? I brought him to uh, one of the concerts last year, but every, so everybody was kind of like, "Oh my gosh, TJ got so big!" And it was a very sweet moment. Like uh, you know, so there's Tom warming up the third grade chorus, and they're all lined up by homeroom and everything, and. You know, he's like, oh, say hi to TJ. And they're all like, hi, TJ. And he's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, TJ's looking, looking at all these big kids like, whoa, what are we doing here? And then he watched them sing their, sing their songs and daddy plays guitar. And it was it was it was very sweet. Um, but there's they're still doing um, staggered uh, grade level performances. So the third grade came in and did their thing and then left. And then the fourth grade came in and did their thing and then left. And then the fifth grade chorus and band came through. So it was like staggered, um, uh, staggered concerts. So uh, it was, it was really fun to, to see. And like, you know, TJ just so happy to see his daddy doing what he does. So um, yeah. So he's starting to get it. Like he's starting to, starting to understand what we, you know, understand what we do. But, um, yeah. Uh, so speaking scheduling, sure. I, I wanted to throw this out. Okay. And I'm just curious of your thoughts on it. I don't think it would work at the elementary level. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I feel like with the middle school is that we have too much rehearsal time before our concerts. Oh, wow. Which I know is like a really nice problem to have. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to string you up by your toes, Eric. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't think I'm the only one out of the directors at my school who feels this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was curious what your thoughts were. Have you ever been in a situation where you did three concerts in a year? Especially when you were yeah. teaching middle school. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, I when I was at Madison for a year, we had band every day. Right. In the schedule. So we had a November, a February, and a May concert. And 
and they were all, you know, they were, they were all at night. They were full concerts at mm-hmm. night. Now we had the auditorium size was big enough to be able right. to do that. Um, our orchestra and chorus concert is at the high school because they can't fit the audience in our, uh, right. in our, uh, and frankly, they can't even fit the ensembles in our, in our auditorium at this yeah. point. Um, so I would never like suggest like, Hey, we got to do those. We got to move to the high school three times a year. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, but I feel like I would like to do maybe fewer pieces on a concert, but more concerts. And, and there's also the issue of not, you know, of, of, you know, the, the issue of being paid for extra evening activities and all that, but we can sure. get into that but another time. Whole, yeah. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? Uh, how has that worked for you? Has it worked for you so, when you were in middle school? Yes, it uh, it did work for me. Um, just because I, I really, f- I did feel like it was the right thing for the kids in front of me, right? Um, it's not the right thing for everybody. And I had a, a, a um, yeah, I had a very, very long, deep conversation as part of my master's program about this with my, some of my colleagues, because, um, because their feelings were in your first year, you need to just get the technique. You don't need to perform. You don't need to put it out there. You just need to like, just lock yourself in a room for a year, learn five notes Mm. really well, and then emerge a year later as a musician. I'm like, Mm. that's, that's not the community I teach. And that's the, I don't feel like that is, um, going to be motivating for the students in front of me right so we yeah. created we yeah we created more opportunities to perform so we did a december concert um each lesson group played one song maybe we played hot cross buns all together that was it then um in january that was our uh maybe not january maybe closer to valentine's day we did another performance that was uh, kind of the first time we put the band together. Um, and we did like either duets, but like with the full band. So split parts or, or rounds, or we do um, just like very like 20 measure arrangements of folk songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do that in January just for the beginners. So this is, I'm, I'm talking just fifth, like I taught fifth grade beginners. I'm not sure. I, well, actually I know for sure I wouldn't be able to do this with, fourth grade beginners but with fifth grade beginners it was just enough to keep them moving and motivated um then in march early april we did um like a music in our schools type concert like a round table each group performs one or two pieces you know band chorus orchestra all the way up through eighth grade um so we did that we did that in in march and then a spring concert um just before Memorial Day in May. So my beginners were performing four times in their first year. Um, and uh, and wow. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a really good motivator for them. And then uh, all of a sudden they got to me in, in you know, in sixth grade. And uh, uh, that was another big adjustment. Like we just, we did a December concert, the Music in Our Schools Month concert, and then, um and then a spring concert. We just performed three times in the in the second year, but having that co- extra concert in somewhere in March, um, uh, this was you know the state testing window. Now it seems <laughs> is you know that kind of changes things, but um, having that extra performance forced us after winter break to say okay we need to get two pieces ready by March, like really ready, like ready to share. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, your sixth graders, 
uh, at least in New Jersey, aren't usually going to the region or state festivals. They're just not. Yeah. Um, it's more for the seventh and eighth grade and the honor groups and the honor bands, you know, for that that level. So um, I had brought them to those those festivals and that but that was just you know to kind of push push the program forward but um uh yeah so i that having that extra performance i felt like is a big motivator for them um so uh you know aside from motivation mm -hmm. i just feel like the kids hit a plateau at a certain point in the process in the rehearsal process where yeah, yeah we could have another 10 rehearsals Mm -hmm. It's probably not going to sound much different right? in 10 rehearsals from now. Yeah, sure. And I don't know. I, I don't want the kids to, I don't want to get the music to get stale, but I feel mm -hmm. like having more, you know, do two tunes on a concert instead right. of three. Right. Like do a concert in November, do mm -hmm. two more in, uh, in February, and then do two more in May. I don't know. It's something yeah. we definitely have to look at. You know, there are the issues of the, you know, of the, extra duties at right. night and all Space, that. And, you know, some, the yeah. entire music staff would have to be on board with that. Right. You know, you can't have like the band teachers doing three concerts and, and um, I you know, know orchestra so, doing two or so, something like that. Yeah. I just, those years that like, you know, uh, we didn't end up doing all of that, like, or that we needed even more. <laughs> Cause I had those years too. I just had groups that just were hungry to, to do, you know, more things. Um, uh, or like bad contract years where like adding an extra evening thing to do this music in our school's concert was like not cool, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, cause we all kind of did that pro bono like that. We didn't, we weren't compensated for that night. Cause it was sure. like, ah, oh, my group's doing one piece, whatever. Let's just do it. You know, it's, it's music in our schools. Like, you know, it was that. So, um, we just, we came, I came up with like other things for my band to do. Like one year we, um, recorded a video valentine and sent it to the high school band like we Ooh. just said we said like we learned um we learned the high school fight song in february like just for fun you know just we we learned it and then we recorded it and we sent it to the high school band and we said hey here's a this is our video valentine to you sending you love from the middle school send us something back and then they they I recorded something and sent it back to us like you know just so, like 20 measures of whatever piece they were working on. And then, um, they, you know, I, that was, that was kind of a fun thing that we, we would do to just, it was, it was like adding a performance, you know, um, how fun is that? Jen, I'm going to totally steal that idea. You should. It, Cause it was, it was really <laughs> cute. I could probably find it, um, you know, find it on my computer somewhere. It was, it was really nice. Sure. And, and, um, and, you know, you got to have a good relationship with your high school director. You got to have, you know, those things already going for you, but like, that was fun. Um, and then, you know, at the elementary level, what I do is like, if I've got a lesson group that's like just wanting to play for somebody, like we'll, we'll record something and send it in for the morning announcements or I'll like nice. let my principal know like, Hey, we're going to play, um, you know, what we did, um, Sakura, the Japanese, um, uh, cherry blossom piece like my mm -hmm. flutes learned it and they were so excited that they learned it right you know as things were blooming in the spring and we're, we like got up on the morning announcements and just talked about the piece and played it for the school like on morning announcements and it was like i don't know we just we just like add little performances like that i know our orchestra sure um you know it's a it's a cafetorium 
at, at Harrison School. So I know the orchestra will get up on the stage while everybody's eating and play like <laughs> play that's a couple awesome. things from the lesson. Oh, that's so fun. You know, it's just like, I don't know, those things keep us going like a little yeah. bit, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like with the small ensemble now, we've started doing mm-hmm. a few more like smaller performances. Mm-hmm. We'll do it for just the band kids yeah. and the chorus kids or cool. something like that. Mm-hmm. So there are some more performance opportunities, but I, I love looking at, you know, those opportunities that occur, especially during the school day mm-hmm. where it's not a huge undertaking right? to, you know, to get the performance in just to play in front of people. Right. Totally. I like that. Yeah. We used to like Christmas, do Christmas carols for the secretaries and stuff. And, <laughs> you know, just like, it. yeah, just to have, sure. you know, extra stuff. So play yeah. for the secretaries. That yeah. is so important. Oh, my Anybody gosh. that's listening who's new to the profession or maybe mm-hmm. old to the profession uh-huh. who doesn't do it, play for the secretaries. Yes. <laughs> they they, <laughs> they love, will it. love it. And mm-hmm. when you get your secretaries on your side, um, you know, anything is possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. That's so good. Oh, and they're usually, you know, pretty darn awesome people. Oh yeah, they're amazing people. So I wanted to ask your help, Jen, and anybody in our audience. Um, one of the problems that I run into at concerts in general, and I'm a reed player, Mm -hmm. and I still run into this, and I have yet to find a good fix for it. Are clarinets, especially squeaking? During oh, concerts. Yeah. What's up with that? More than any other instrument, more than any other time during the year, mm-hmm. at concerts, they squeak like crazy. And I know it has to do with the fact that the lights are hot. Mm-hmm. It's dry on stage. I tell them, okay, guys, remember, the moment we stop playing, you have to keep your reeds wet. You got to mm-hmm. make sure that you know your reeds aren't drying out. The, you take them out of your mouth for 30 seconds, those lights are going to dry out the reeds. Right. And then you're going to squeak. I cannot get my kids to stop squeaking. <laughs> and I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but do you yeah. have any suggestions, any thoughts? So I'll tell you what, what my students, like we're not the first ones on the program. So like we, ha- we sit there, we listen to the orchestra and our reads are just, they're drying out. And then if they keep them in their mouth the whole time, they're turning to glue. Like I don't, (laughs) (laughs) so I, I totally get it. Um, but exactly what you're saying really just like you, you have to keep it in your mouth. Like, you know, when I'm talking to the audience, like you, you have to, like, I know you, we need you to be in rest position. Like that's our thing, but like you have to, you have to keep it, you have to keep it wet. Um, I allow them to bring water on stage, like a little water bottle. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Um, You know, I know it looks crummy with like, you know, a hot pink Nalgene bottle under the front row, (laughs) but, uh, but they, you know, I, I let them bring water um, on, on stage with them. I know people do this, uh, (laughs) like I'm, I'm assuming people teach this, but if they don't like having, you know, where the writing is, where it says like Rico two and a half, like um, mm-hmm. <laughs> making sure that the kids like lick that once mm-hmm. before sticking it to the mouthpiece. I can't tell you how many teachers I've talked to, like don't teach, like lick the bottom of the reed before you put on the ligature. Um, oh, yeah. I, f- I feel like that's a simple thing that can cut back on the squeaking. Um, yeah. I always that, have them soak the whole reed. I think that's so yeah. important, Not yeah. you know, to even go just a step further is to mm-hmm. soak the whole reed. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you say to the kids, make sure that you make sure that the reed is wet, even the butt, they usually like that. Yeah. Um, okay. And find that very funny. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm sure. 
But uh, but no, that's so important is to keep that. You know, and I hadn't thought about that as a part of the read. Maybe that they're not getting right. You know, moistened on stage. Yes, is that back of that read. Now, I don't know, between numbers, I'm not sure quite how that would work, but at least right. getting on stage and making mm-hmm. sure that the whole read is is sufficiently um, wet, that, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best I can do is like, yeah. you know, my other thought is that like, you know, they're a little tense and then things like aren't just they they do different things with their faces but um i hadn't thought about embouchure being an issue too i definitely will mention that to them yeah like tension you know because of being on stage and breathing a different you know i find my kids breathe a different way on stage i don't know about Mm. you um we don't get the chance to rehearse on stage ever so they get on a stage and they're just like (laughs) i can't take a full breath and you know so sometimes i feel like you know i have to um I have to think, get them thinking about thinking about their breathing, just just to get be aware of it, because I think that could contribute. Um, I don't know; it's a mystery yeah. to me. Um, no. Cl- clarinet. Well, no, I appreciate the thoughts. Those are are definitely things I'm going to mention to them. Okay. I had not thought about the butt of the reed yeah. drying out. Yeah. Um, even though they they are told like soak the whole reed, soak the whole reed. I mean, top to bottom. Yeah. Um. And then having water bottles on stage. I mean, that's that's so that's such a simple way to keep things. I mean, I never in their show mouths. up to a gig or a rehearsal without one. Like I, you know, you I don't know. either. Yeah, right. So I just I'm, so I'm like, why would I not like encourage my students to have water with them? Yeah, somewhere they might need it. You know, so it's an extra thing to carry. It's an extra thing they will leave behind. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but I just uh, I'd rather have them have it than not. So thank you for yeah. the tip. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you had your concert. What's next? Like, what what did you guys take away from that performance? Did you get to talk about it yet with your kids? Or I haven't even seen the whole band yet. Okay. Um, I will see them Tuesday. Okay. And if I'm there Tuesday, oh. and um, but um, but yeah, the kids that I have seen were fairly happy with it. You know, we're always as musicians, we're always our own worst critics, and especially middle schoolers love to tell you about all the things that went wrong. Oh yeah, but um, you know, but generally, I think it's a, a pretty positive um experience for them. I know mm-hmm. something that I'm going to keep working on with my kids: um, the tone quality, especially from the saxophones and the trombones. Hmm. The saxes are very bright and very present in the sound of the group and there's only six altos but they are very present okay so we're going to work on um you know darkening up that sound and making Mm -hmm. them blend a little better sure and a lot of times it just comes down to like don't play forte when it says piano okay well that would (laughs) that would be a nice thing to do okay but it is a tone quality issue um same with the trombones i have four really solid trombone players who i think get very excited um, especially when it's concert time. And I think they tend to push that sound and get a little nasal, oh, um, yeah. you know, that little buzzy, even though a couple of them are playing on larger bore instruments. Oh yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they still get this. I think they're, I think it's a mouth issue of opening up the, the oral cavity mm-hmm. to really allow that sound to be dark. And that's sure. something I want to keep working on with them. Okay. Cause that's they play cool. great. They play really well. Good. <laughs> uh, well, um, but as far as the music, mm-hmm. um, I'm really excited. Our next concert, our first concert was all composers that were men. Mm-hmm. And our second concert is going to be all composers who are women. Wow. Okay. Which is really exciting. And yeah. we've got some great music planned. Okay. Um, 
doing a doing one of the the marches by Carol Chambers, mm-hmm. uh, who we talked with um, back in episode ten, yes. and so I'm going to be doing a march by Carol, That's uh, so March of the Freedom Fighters. Actually, we oh, we listened yeah. to that one on we the episode to that together. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So we'll be starting, uh, we'll be uh, probably putting that one, I'm going to guess in the middle of the program. I know it's weird to not end with a march, but, okay. um, or we might put it at the end. I don't, I haven't decided the order yet. Okay. I don't have to know that. Yes. No, that's not, not necessary yet. What else? What else are you playing? Uh, so the, the second tune that we're doing, or one of the two, one of the tunes we're doing is Bamboo Warrior by Christina Huss. It's actually a brand new piece from 2022 and oh. she wrote it during the pandemic and it's a beautiful piece with a lot of, um, Eastern South, I think it's Southeastern Asian influences. Um, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the piece. It's a brand new one to me. Um, cause it's only been out for a year Sure, and we're really excited to do that one. And then we're also going to be doing a piece called paper cut by Alex Shapiro. Oh, I've programmed this one before. Do you know it, Jen? Uh, I have heard this one. Yeah. This cool. one's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really neat piece. It's an electroacoustic piece. I'd like to program an aco- electroacoustic piece with my eighth graders sometimes because okay. it's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got a pre recorded accompaniment that you have to play along with. Mm-hmm. And half of the piece is played by the ensemble with paper, um, where they crumple it and they they pull it and snap it and then they rub it on the ground and it's um it's a really neat piece there's a That's lot of cool. fun fun stuff but it's also like you know it's not just a novelty mm-hmm. and we actually did a video skype rehearsal with um alex a couple years ago with one of my eighth graders one of my mm-hmm. eighth grade groups and she was great oh cool so anybody who's listening if you're looking for a cool piece it would be totally appropriate and easier high school piece or maybe a little more challenging middle school piece. If you're looking for a piece like that, that's really different and you want to get a Skype rehearsal in Alex is awesome. That's great. So I highly recommend getting in touch with her. Cool. That so those fun. are the three pieces. We're going to keep mm-hmm. working on the uh, William Owens mm-hmm. uh, Tudor sketches also for Dorney. We're going to work on that third movement. Yeah. And uh, I think we got a, I think we got our plate kind of full. Oh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> that was a long answer to your question, Jen. Hey, no, no, I it's that's great. I'm I'm so glad. Um, yeah. So so is there anything is there anything else? I I know you haven't had your concert yet, so we haven't had a debriefing. You're kind of like in the in the thick of it right now, just getting ready for everything. Yeah, I am. I am in the thick of it, and uh, I'm getting observed this week, which is oh. uh, yeah. It's like another, you know, it's one of those things. Like it's just another layer of <laughs> of of everything. But I, luckily, like it's you know, it's going to be with my my principal who was a former band director, and uh, he's he's always just happy to come come and sit in and hear what we're up to. So, um, yeah, the plan is to have him observe, uh, one of my fourth grade trumpet lessons and they're preparing for their first performance in a couple weeks. And, uh, in this lesson, this is the lesson where we really talk about like performance etiquette and Mm -hmm. how to like, how to stand on stage and, uh, like how to, you know, hold your instrument and bow and, um, stand up, sit down, you know, all the, all the, those, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like little cherry on top, uh, elements of their, their performance and, you know, um, so 
it's it's a good lesson. It's a necessary lesson. Um, and I think it really gets the kids like visualizing themselves on stage, like visualizing themselves, you know, performing and, and being out there. So uh, I think I think it's a good lesson uh, all around. So that's, nice. that's coming up for me this week. So well, good luck um, with that. Thanks. Yeah, hopefully it goes. Hopefully it goes well. And um, yeah, uh, I yeah. Now do you get do you get stressed about your observations? I do sometimes. I do. It's yeah. hard. It's hard not to. You have like other adults in the room. Like, I just, I just wish they would come always to like a an ensemble rehearsal. I don't know if anybody mm. else feels this way. Like coming to a lesson. Like, ugh, I don't know. There, it's this trumpet group. It's five or six uh, fourth graders, right? And to have another adult presence in the room besides me, like totally disrupts our balance. It messes with our mojo. And like, I try and I try and like be as welcoming as possible. And I try and like, you know, engage, uh, with the person in the room. Cause I think if you don't, then it's really awkward. Like if they're just saying there, like when they're only, you know, four or five or six kids in the room and you and you know, whoever's observing, I like, I feel the need to engage with them because I just, it's just the, the kids get so tense and they clam up yeah. and they don't answer your questions and they don't play well. And then you have to address things you didn't plan to, uh, because they're not like comfortable. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I get a little nervous because I, I just, uh, I just, I want to make sure it's like a good lesson for the kids too, you know? So, sure. um, but yeah, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully this will be just that it'll be, you know, it's, we're talking about performing and we'll have an audience. So <laughs> I'm hoping that, that this, this will kind of nice. like just, just flow and, you know, and, and, and work for us. So, um, yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I think the kids get just as nervous as we do sometimes. So <laughs> do you feel that way? Do you like, I don't know if I get nervous mm-hmm. for observations, but I also run in, well, not so much in the last couple of years, but my first few years at Livingston, I ran into the issue of every observation was in general music. Oh. Even though that's only like 20% of my job. Sure. It seemed every observation was general music. Oh, wow. And I, I don't know if that's because that they know that class is scheduled right. at that time. Because right. of the rest of the lesson schedule, I make it myself. Right. And it rotates. Um, and Sure. Yeah. So while I'm always happy to have administrators in at any point, like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was interesting that I kept getting observed for the class that was only 20% of my job. Wow. <laughs> um, but uh, recently I've, you know, when, when the administrators reach out and say, Hey, you haven't, you know, you haven't announced observation. When mm-hmm. should we, you know, when do you, when can we get together? Right. Or they say, well, you haven't un- announced observation. Mm-hmm. Um, when might be a good time to stop and give us a few times when you're, you know, thinking, I always say, right. Hey, band is this period. Right. I also have lessons this period. Right. And I usually leave general music out because they've seen so much general music. Sure. In the no, first part that. of my time at Livingston. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really we've had, I've had administrators in during lessons and during band more often. Mm-hmm. I just had an observation last week oh, and it yeah. was unannounced. Okay. And my vice principal, came in and observed one of my small ensemble classes, which is actually the largest small ensemble class. It's 24 oh. kids oh, okay. in that class. Mm-hmm. And they were performing. They yeah. were one of our projects that we do is learn a song you want to learn 
like a melody you want to learn that you don't already know. Mm-hmm. You can learn it any way you want. And then mm-hmm. you got to perform it in front of the class. Okay. And so it was performance day. Okay. And he came in and, you know, we do our little like, you know, what did you, we, we do a little feedback from the kids sure. and I give a little feedback and you know, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I know my vice principal, Andrew has a ninth grader who is like an, um, he's like a more advanced instrumentalist in his school here in okay. North of New Jersey. Sure. Yeah. So Andrew started like offering like feedback to the kids too. Oh, wow. Okay. He's not a music teacher. Sure. Um, but, he, you know, he was offering some really nice, nothing critical. Right. Um, but he would be, you know, he would talk about, wow, your your sound was so clear. I was so impressed with the way that every note, every note you could hear every note clearly. Aww. You know, so it was kind of cool to have That's him there. That's really and, nice. And he jumped in, which is mm-hmm. rare. That is rare. But I like that. I Yeah, I like that. That's That makes me feel good when I'm engaging enough to have that person like just jump in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like they're part of the class too. Yes, totally. Oh, I like that. That's so good. So, all right. Good luck with your thank observation. You. Yeah. Thank you Is so it this much. week? I forget. This week it's or this next week? week. Yeah, this week. it's this okay. week. So, um, no, it'll be, it'll be great. We're going to have a great time. So nice. Yeah. And then good luck with your concert. I know it's only, a, it's a few weeks away. It's a couple of weeks away, but, uh, you know, we're, we're rolling, you know, we're rolling towards it. So I'm excited to hear about it. Thank you. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to, I'll tell you all about it in February. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't, I didn't get to tell you about my, my Roxy mug. Oh, I can't see it. You're oh, very you um, pixelated. Oh no. Oh, so there's Roxy. That's Roxy, Cute. the dog. She's sleeping. And there's Roxy looking like a model. She's posing. And there's Roxy <laughs> in her new coat. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Was that a new gift? No, this one's old, but I just so here's the thing. I I had I had two mugs in my hand. I was trying to choose which one. And one was my Roxy mug and the other was my Flute Center of New York mug. And I was like, if they're gonna be a sponsor, I'll put them on my mug. But, <laughs> nice. but so I put that one oh, back Roxy's, in the cabinet. Roxy's way but better. Roxy's, Roxy's way, way better. better. I, yeah. So my my mug is a here it says it says praise. Oh nice. And because I'm a dork, it has oh, music on music it. Music notes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric 2023 is off to a great start. It sure is. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for a great year. Yeah, me too. And uh, lots, lots more good discussions to come. So if Indeed. you liked what you heard today, uh, please go on to your favorite podcast app and uh, leave us a rating and a review, a good one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and please subscribe to to the podcast if you haven't already. And you know, if you really enjoyed what you, you heard here, you got something out of it and you think maybe some of your colleagues might enjoy it, let them know about us. If they don't already take a listen to take a cue, they definitely should. So let them know how great it is mm-hmm. on the podcast. If they don't already take a cue from take a cue. Um, nice. Also follow <laughs> yeah. us on Facebook, yes. Instagram, Twitter, you know, pass it along, repost our stuff. We'd love to get some more listeners. We're, we're trying to grow our, um, our, our, great podcast here. We have a lot of fun putting together these episodes and we'd love for as many people to hear it as possible. Yeah. And uh, please follow the link in the show notes. Um, you can consider becoming a monthly supporter. You can make a secure donation um, to help us, you know, keep moving forward and, and grow what we've been up to. So. Yeah. And if you have any other ideas for episodes, let us know. 
we've had a few people get in touch and give us some cool ideas and we've even put a couple of those out there. So let us know your thoughts. And if you've got ideas on how, uh, you know, I can get my clarinets to stop squeaking on stage. Please tell us. Please tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Other Uh, than, other than don't have clarinets in the band. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, we need them, for, I guess. Yeah, that's for another evening. We'll have to talk I guess about. we need clarinets, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I guess. So, um, <laughs> well, at any rate, thanks so much for listening, Jen. It was great to catch up with you. Yeah, Eric, really nice to catch up with you, too. So, um, congratulations on the great concert this month. So. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And to our listeners, we hope you have a great rest of the month. We've got a cool episode coming up next uh, in the next couple of weeks, actually in February. For um, it, it is about the NJMEA, which is the New Jersey Music Educators Association. We have our conference coming up in February, and we've got a bunch of really cool previews of some of the um clinics that are going to be going on at the convention so take a listen and um see what's going on here in new jersey we got some really great stuff going on absolutely all right so until next time go out and make great music 